I love you, Heaven, you, Matt. What are you writing? What, what, what am I writing? And what? What? I'm feeling. I'm feeling endangered right now. <laughs> I've I've got to go find my that, safe corner. Is that a, is that a microaggression? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Let me tell you, I had no. She idea. highlighted the word fat, and now I feel shamed. <laughs> that I've, that I have shamed been you. physically shamed. Yeah, it was followed by tuna, though. So oh, it was fat tuna. Yeah. Oh, oh, Not the well, same thing. still, you still. should just say tuna, big tuna. So I was reading this article <laughs> yesterday, right? And the title of it was "Recognizing and Responding to Microaggressions at Work." Now we've all so micro been, means very, very, very small and subtle. Yes, subtle aggression, right? Which add up to big aggression. Oh, you so know. you keep adding it, so right? It keeps collecting. And now we've worked with people. All of us have worked with people who are passive aggressive, yes, or manipulative. Oh, yeah. Or they will, will like you know give you the cold shoulder, won't talk to you, mm-hmm. or, or yeah, that kind of thing. Everybody's dealt with with some of that. Everybody's had situations. Uh, like that i just didn't realize how very many microaggressions there were and and y'all need to get a pad and paper out because you're probably doing some of this too for example did you yeah there you go you're gonna need that brother uh (laughs) there's everyday speech that is rooted in racism Mm. sexism yes and other forms of discrimination with hurtful connotations. Let me give you some examples. Okay. For example, if I use the term blacklist. Okay. We're going to blacklist that. Mm-hmm. That racist. Yeah. Because uh, blacklist is is a reference of things seen negatively. Whitelist is a things of things seen positively. I made the comment last week that when things get kind of crazy, you can't tell who the good guys are. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the good guys are wearing white hats and the bad guys are wearing black hats, right. which is the way it used to be. Mm. And didn't know no. that was rooted in racism, but it is. Didn't know that either. Now you know. Uh, man up. Man up. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I've used that. Of course. Come on, man. Man up. I have too. Dude, man up. That You're implying that um, man up, that equates gender with strength. Or competence. Oh, it means the man is stronger. Yes. You must become a man. Now, man. I use, and I have this all, this uh, plaque in my office, mm-hmm. put on your big girl panties and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Now, am I implying that women can deal with situations better than men? See, I had no idea. Well. And I've got it printed up in my office. And it says big pants, which implies. Panties. It says panties. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's all woman. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, is it really woman? Is it all woman? Well, no. I mean, can guys wear panties? It's not anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Peanut gallery. You know. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of a fun term. Yeah. Yeah. no, No, it's not. It's not fun. You don't know. What does peanut gallery mean? Apparently. It originated in the 1800s and referred to the sections of segregated theaters, usually occupied by black people. Do black people like peanuts more than white people? I don't know. Just don't use it, okay? Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Here are other microaggressions you may hear within and outside your workplace because you may not have known that you were being, you know, aggressive, but you are. Now, some of these are obviously terrible. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I, I believe the most qualified person should get the job, which would signal that someone has been giving an unfair advantage. Okay. You know, like quotas and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. if they're a woman or mm-hmm. somebody of a, of a different ethnicity. Um, I didn't realize you were Jewish. You don't look Jewish. That's stupid. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. you, but I've, I've worked with tone deaf people like that. 
for for sure. Yes. Uh, and that could be, I mean, Mr. That Goldstein, have, you right. don't look Jewish. You don't look Jewish. How did that, did you marry in? What's happening? Um, your English is so good. Where are your parents from? Oh, now really? The signaling that uh, people with English as a second language are generally less capable of speaking English. Oh, but now if you, if you have someone who is, who is from, I don't know, China. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they speak. Very well spoken. Yeah, yeah, like an American mm-hmm. and, and not with any accent at all. Right. I could I can see people saying that. Sure. Maybe. Uh, but where are you really from? Signaling that where someone grew up isn't their true origin. And well, it's, uh, it's part of my password, you know, so I can't tell you where I'm really from. Exactly. It's, it's my it's part of my password. So that has to do with citizenship. Then there are class microaggressions. How did you get into high school? Signaling or how did you get into that school? Signaling ah. that someone's background would make it difficult right. for them to get into a prestigious school. Sure. So that's aggressive. Okay. Okay. I, all right. Uh, yeah. You didn't seem like you grew up poor. <laughs> wow. Signaling that someone from a particular socioeconomic background uh, should look or behave a certain way. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I didn't know. I remember coming home from school saying, are we poor? Uh-huh. Uh, because they said if you ate uh, beans and and fried potatoes, right. that, that people in cornbread, people that ate that were, were, we're poor. poor. Right. Yeah, so I came home. I was like, "Shoot, are we poor?" Because I like all those things. Right. Yeah, uh, don't mind my OCD. I've heard a lot of people say well, that. Okay. Well, when you do that, you're insulting people who really have OCD. Oh wow! You're minimizing it. Wow. Yeah, you're uh, when you use it to describe attention to detail and being organized, uh, you are dismissing an individual who is genuinely afflicted by them wow yeah don't be so sensitive that one alone that one yeah wow that signals that someone likely a woman is being too emotional whereas if they were a man they would be more objective (laughs) okay all right right. okay so so if i because i've said that to men Mm -hmm. i've said you know maybe you're just being a a little oversensitive about it am i am i calling him a girl right i don't think so well according to this article i am Thanks, sweetheart, or similar comments um, can be seen as offensive. I use that, I, like, I'll call Trey, mm-hmm. thank you, darling, or thank right, you, right, I, right. you know, because the southern thing. Right, sure. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do that. That happened to me just the other day. I didn't know that she was talking to me. Well, she's aggressive, she's, whoever she it is. She said, do you need help with that, darling? Mm-hmm, yeah. Are, no. are you ready to check out, Can't darling? use that. Nope. Oh, and I, I, I just kept going, I, and then I realized there's nobody else standing around. I and I turned back to look at her. She says, are you ready, darling? Uh-huh. You're saying, wow. like, yes. Yes, I am. So did that make you feel objectified? No, it made me feel special. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, now, it's different. Now, when she said it to the guy behind me, I felt not as special. Not as special as, as, as you, I was before. Yeah, we call that convenience store talk. Right. Okay. That's, that's why, because it gets overused. Right. But especially if you I wonder what that lady, because we didn't have audio with the lady that shot at the customer in the drive-thru. There were no darlings being, yeah. there were only bullets flying, right. no compliments <laughs> or sweet terms. Uh, that was not. Wow. Um, that's so gay. Oh. That is so gay. Now I can. Yeah. You know, I mean. Meaning something is bad or undesirable. 10, 15 years ago, that was used. Oh, absolutely. And it was, it was in movies. Well, and, and you're so retarded. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was that you can't sure. you, know, you can't use that one anymore. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, my son when he was in high school at Amherst, mm-hmm. they 
passed around a paper right and they made each child sign a paper saying that they would not use the word retarded hmm. and my son refused to sign the paper wow he said i'm not signing that paper right and they said why not and he said because you're giving that word way too much power yeah when you do that yeah and for him. by passing that around and everybody signing it that was it, bryce that was Bryce. Way to go, Bryce. He's a yeah, he's a sassy thing. Um, <laughs> like mama. Oh, oh, where you got that from? Uh, he said, but but by you passing that around, we're going to hear that word more this yeah. week than we've ever heard it. Yeah. Before. Yeah. And he's right. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I don't use that that as much as I as I maybe used to. Yeah. When we were kids. Yeah, when we were kids, we would use it. More acceptable. And then uh, the final microaggression. You know, it's just like Johnny can't come out and play you know the iron lung won't fit in the car i mean come on good lord you would never that say was, that. that was the 70s what can i say would you we, y'all did not say that oh yeah we had a joke book that had the oh my gosh like, and then parental status you know johnny doesn't have any arms leg he can't play baseball oh my word yeah but we wanted to use him for second base i mean it was that kind of stuff humor we, humor oh my did. lord yeah. yeah we didn't do any of that yeah uh, then finally, the parental status. You don't have kids to pick up, so you can work late, right? Signaling I love Johnny, by the way, Johnny. I'm sorry. Someone without children does not have a life outside of work. All right, say that last one again. All right, you don't have kids to pick up, so you can work late, right? Oh, okay. Signaling that someone without children doesn't have a life outside of work. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. Now you know. I'm telling you, there was a lot of them that I, that I, I had no idea. Okay. I want to be careful but i i did work at a place once liz said is there anyone left in the world that isn't offended by something no right uh johnny I, I go told ahead. this story where i had to go i was running the mill shop at a local company in the 80s okay it was the late 80s this was after uh clarence thomas and anita hill and all that mess. right and we had the you know the the Makita girl with the nine point six. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, in shorts, she looked like Daisy Duke basically. Yeah, but it wasn't like vulgar. No, it wasn't vulgar. But it was, yeah. And I had to go tell Mr. Adams, who fought in World War II, who was on one of those airplanes, those uh, whatever they called that one fortress. Uh, He was a gun, you know, turret and all that stuff. And I had to go tell him that Mr. Adams, we have to take down the Makita girl, and he said, "Why?" I said, because, you know, there's all the stuff that's been in the news. Mm. We're not allowed to have that kind of stuff in the shop anymore. Mm-hmm. And he just shook his head. You yeah. Know, he was working three and a half days a week because he was semi-retired already right. at that point. But I thought, this is what the guy. This is so stupid. This is what the guy fought for, for the beautiful girl that was painted on the side of his airplane for crying uh, out oh, loud. Oh, yeah. Couldn't have that now. Gianni said, uh, how about can I use, uh, you must be an O'Biden, uh, an O'Biden voter. <laughs> that would probably be offensive. I think so. Uh, someone texted in and said, we need to intentionally use these terms more now. Take a stand. Don't cave to this crap. Right. Um, there is a guy at work that will literally walk through and look right at everyone else individually and say good morning and refuse to acknowledge me. Now, that's a, that is a microaggression. Yeah, that's definitely. Every single day, I smile at him and he glares at me. I say hello and he grumbles. I've mm-hmm. never had any problems with him. Right. I have no idea why he can't stand me. Mm. Uh, he's even nice to my husband, but not to me. Yeah. Okay, you know what you need to do, um, Teresa? I had a girlfriend one time, and whenever she would have to deal with a difficult person mm-hmm. like that, that would it would be really easy to hate she would bake them something and bring ah, it to them 
And I noticed this a couple That's of times. That's being a little aggressive, isn't it? And she would <laughs> she would bake them cookies. Right. And I was and I was like, why are you why are you doing that? And she said she bakes the cookies and she prays for her enemy. As she's making the oh, cookies. Oh, that's good. I know. But then I was like, gosh, I hope she never brings me cookies because then I'm going to think I did something, <laughs> maybe. Um, you know, speaking of bringing stuff into your fellow employees, were there any more sausage balls left? Because you were going to bring them because they were extra hot this time. I Yeah, I don't think. I think Jeff ate all of his. Okay. Um, I'll I make you. you know, sausage ball season is, is upon us. Can you make the hot ones? I'll make you Just the hot ones. Just a couple hot ones. I'll Just do it. Only make a two or three dozen for me. <laughs> <laughs> Two or three dozen. Yes. That's right. Seven eighteen here. We'll be back in just a minute. We're Dale gonna... said that list is so retarded. <laughs> Dale, really? Wow. Wow. You guys are terrible people. We're you gonna... can come sit by me. <laughs> We're going to come back with a story about the Redskins. And uh, yes, I did say the Washington Redskins. More controversy over the old name. No need to ask. He's a smooth operator. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. group is taking legal action now against the NFL's Washington Commanders football team and it's not because they're not winning. It's over the changed longtime name the Redskins. The federal lawsuit by the Native American Guardians Association accuses the team's new owner of defamation and civil rights violations. The Redskins name was dropped as you know by the team's previous owner. But the group is claiming new ownership is suppressing Native American history by keeping the commander's name. <laughs> Make up your mind for crying out loud, people. What are you going to be offended by? Uh, which one? <laughs> we always said it was stupid that they changed that the they name. That they changed the name. It was just dumb. Right. They caved. And then they go on to talk about it was the only NFL team that had a Native American name. That's right. And you said it was racist and it was yeah, oppressive. But, but and we had the, to get rid of it. Did they say it, though? I think it was, or was the, it the white man. I think that it was said the it. white man. Speak with forked tongue, that's, as usual. That's what I think, too. I don't think it was ever the Indian nations that no. said they were offended by it, which were the only ones, frankly, that should have even been taken into consideration. I think it is microaggression that the white man spoke with the forked tongue. And Changed got rid it of to it. commanders. We don't need no stinking Indians is probably what they were saying in Liz the back says, rooms. I'm offended by the commanders. Me too, girl. Yeah, they can't win a game. Like, hey, well, this guy doesn't speak with a fork. Their record's always been offensive. He doesn't. This guy doesn't speak with a fork. Time, but you need a fork to eat what he provides. True. That's uh, Todd from FNL Market. Good morning. Hey. Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all doing today? Doing good. What's up? Hey, well, I, now I have to change my moment for a second. Okay. About the command about the Redskins. Yeah. When um, 
if you shop with me, everybody knows Rick, who works for me. He's an older gentleman. Yeah. And he's a big Redskin fan, and he wears his Redskin hat sometimes to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they changed the name, and I'm an old, I'm an old cowboy fan since the '60s. Oh, so how old yeah, I am. Yeah. So, so when they changed the name, I said one morning I told Rick, I said, "You heard the new name?" He said, "No, I haven't heard." What did they decide on? And I said, "I said the Commodores." <laughs> That's and a name I, I could have gotten in, behind. <laughs> yeah. See, and I got in his mind. I got in his ear, and he he would for about two weeks. He, he couldn't get it out of his mind. He would say Commodores. <laughs> I laughed at the store about it, you know. And you ask yeah. him, if the next time you're in, somebody's in, ask him about the what they're doing this year. How the Commodores are doing. I'm going I'm yeah, to so. say, Rick, is it easy like Sunday morning every time you wake up to watch That's right. your Commodores lose another Are they game? a brick house? We don't know. <laughs> so why did you really call? <laughs> Well, you know, when we were talking about the uh, how you can say things that you probably shouldn't say to customers. Microaggressions. Yes, microaggressions. Mm-hmm. Well, we have some, some of our people are older school people that work for me. Right. You know, we have, our average age is over 50 now that work for us. And uh, they sometimes will speak to a customer and say, honey, or right. how are you doing, ma'am, and uh-huh. things like that, you yeah. know, which is very normal. Sure. You know, I've, we've been doing Southern. it since 93. Sure. So, you know, I'd, I've never told them not to do it. You know, it's it's like, you know, but you know what? It's funny now. You'll have one out of every hundred or so that are you know, insulted. They'll want to talk to me about how the customer service was, mm. that they were too, they, they didn't like the way they spoke. They were too to familiar? About. Yes. Oh, yes. my word. And, uh, yes. And I just tell them flat out, I said, look, ma'am, they've been doing it for 45, 50 years. Yeah, working up here and you know they they just that's just their normal way and then i'll try to semi-apologize for it but you know i i'm just you know we're we're definitely not that kind of people that work for me right you know, we try to be as kind and nice to everybody as we can and um sometimes you will somebody will say something that they said to their grandmother you know right. or their mother mm-hmm. i right. mean that's kind of the you know and i've I'm probably the world's worst at it too. I try not to. My wife always reminds me to be careful. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's you know. so sad. It's it's so sad that you that you have to be that way. I mean, yes. Because I use I use endearing terms mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I can't remember people's names. But uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's that. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks, honey. Yeah. Don't, thanks, honey. Hey. Thanks, sweetie. <laughs> Yeah, did you buy those sausage balls from us when you made that sausage? Uh, I always use your sausage when I make exactly. when I use sausage in our sausage rolls. Yeah. Uh, did you know we're going? Well, tomorrow we're going to have that homemade sausage for one ninety nine a pound. Oh, now hot the and homemade mild. Homemade stuff. Hot and mild both. He's All already right. started making it this morning. I'm going to have oh, to go wow. stock up. Tomorrow. Gonna have to stock All up. Right. Yeah. I appreciate All it, Todd. Right, I'll be good. Uh-huh. You too. Lots of times I'll mix his hot um, sausage with the my venison because we like mm-hmm. to eat, do venison too. Yeah. And uh, man, is it good. Because the venison is so lean, mm-hmm. you have right. to have a little bit of Get a little fat, fat in there. In there. Yeah. And uh, of course, it makes twice as many mm-hmm. that way as yeah. well. So there is that. So what's, uh, what's coming up with the, uh, can you tease us a little on the uh, five and dine? 
Uh, five and Dine is a is like a, a no bake goodie for fall. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a it's like a little sweet treat. But if you're going to eat a sweet treat, this is one that's super delicious, and you're going to want to eat. Okay, because, we'll have that here yeah. in about fifteen minutes. You're going to love it. Yeah, the no bake. You huh? could even make these. I could make them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could. All right. Um, they're saying that you need to stop picking on the Redskins. They're two to one. Are they two to one? Oh, mm-hmm. okay, two and one. All right. Yeah. Well, I I was just going by what the lady on Fox said. She just I, she lives in D.C., so I didn't. Maybe the game they lost, they should have won. Gianni says some people say "have a nice day," and I know they mean get lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You find what you're looking for. Yeah. And and if you're set out in the day mm-hmm. to be offended, yeah, you're you, you're probably going to be. You're going to find it before you get three streets from your house. You're going to be offended. Yeah. Here's our thought of the day. If you missed it earlier, attitude, happiness, optimism, kindness, giving, respect, all of those are choices, hmm. and whatever you choose makes up who you are. So choose wisely. There you go. Hey, Kimberly McBroom from WDBJ7 is going to talk about this uh, this drug bust in Lynchburg, uh, Danville. She's going to have a story from Project Imagine. And then the Amazon uh, store opening, well, not store, Amazon, I guess, distribution, going to be opening in the Virginia Beach, bringing a 1,000 jobs to uh, that particular area. Governor Yunkin working it real good. Mm-hmm. So You just got insulted by text. I'm good. I'm Somebody glad. sent you a bless your heart. Oh. Oh, we know what that means. <laughs> oh, brother. 58 degrees now in Appomattox, 58 in Amherst, 57 in Roanoke and Salem, 59 in Danville, 57 in Lynchburg, and in Bedford. Fortunately, nobody was injured uh, last evening in Danville. According to the Danville Fire Department, authorities said a fire broke out around 10.47 p.m. in the 1100 block of Adams Street. After arriving on the scene, crews found heavy fire coming from the roof uh, of the rear of the building. Uh, firefighters tried to enter the building but the, um, you know, in search for vic- victims and extinguish the fire, but they were unable to enter the structure. Uh, it was being used for a storage. However, soon after, crews were able to determine that no one was inside And after several hours, the fire was extinguished, according to authorities. Uh, The structure was left with extensive damage. Lynchburg City Council is honoring State Senator Steve Newman for his 27 years of service to the area. The council voted unanimously last night to name a portion of Oddfellows Road the Senator Steve Newman Parkway. Nice. City leaders say the reason they chose that area was because of the funding Newman secured for the renovations to the exit and the bridge. Uh, Senator Newman announced he was retiring this year to spend more time with family. My Steve Newman memory Mm -hmm. is when uh, I was with the downtown organization. We were doing events and we did the parade that year. And um, (laughs) we were trying to get the parade to be on time. Right. So I was like working that work in that area and uh and people weren't paying attention they they just weren't they just weren't paying attention so i'll never forget we had we had a a church Mm -hmm. and so it was steve newman and church and then it was like an rotc group yeah and so i'm going up there like i need you to move that camel steve newman pay attention we gotta go and you guys are gonna have to double step it so here we go and i got the (laughs) got the uh 
parade Nazi title that day, <laughs> but that was okay. Well, they weren't prom- listening. Well, I get it. And then you get long gaps, and that's not fun for anybody. Right, no, no. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Is everybody like, okay back I'm going to need a megaphone. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. That's what Joe used yesterday. Was a megaphone? Yeah, they said he tried to reenact the whole 9-11 thing. Which actually happened spontaneous when George Bush got up on that rubble. Oh yeah, and they said we can't hear you. He says soon the whole world I can will hear, hear you, us. and the people that knock these buildings down are going to hear from all of us. Right. That was all spontaneous. It was. That was organic, and it was a beautiful moment. It was, and Joe Biden apparently was on two pallets that were sitting up, which is already tragic because pallets have slots. He can get his foot stuck. Yeah, and that fall over. That could, and we can't even walk up steps. So, and there was a, the guy from the union. That was on one of the lower, and he's got the megaphone, and he puts his arm around the guy, it, trying to recreate something, is what oh. people have concluded, and it and Who it fell knows? flat. You know, of course it did. Well, you deserve everything you're getting does, for the unions, does good he, buddy. So did he do where he was? That's good. Well, he knew he was talking to the union. Okay, very good. Yeah, that was did a, he know which one? I, I think <laughs> it was. We're not sure. <laughs> we don't really know. So, I mean, r- really, you deserve a 40% increase and you're going to work less? Yeah. A, a How day does less. that work? Yeah, I don't know. Ridiculous. But he was there for, he get, he spoke for 87 so, seconds. let me ask you this. Are they working the same number of hours and they're just putting it in a shorter work week? Well, is they say they want to cut back to 32 hours is what they want. Yeah, no. No. And they want a 40%. You don't get more money and work less hours. That's not how that works. Well. No. Now, know. if they're working the same hours and they're shortening the work right, week, right. I mean, I wouldn't have. A, if people want to yeah, work, four work four tens, knock work yourself four tens, out. Yeah. If that's doable, yeah. I yeah. mean, then do it, and then bring another shift in. Well, to do, you, you you've, know. I've worked in a, uh, a one union plant, mm-hmm. and I had ninety days of probation. Everybody right. was nice and friendly. Yeah. When my probation was up and I didn't join the union, oh. it's like I was sitting all by myself. It was like being in elementary school again. Microaggression. In the, ca- in the cafe or the cafeteria. That's what that was. Only one guy would come over and talk to me. And he said, you know why they're not talking to you anymore? Because you didn't join the union. Children. Just behaving like absolute children. Yeah. Ridiculous. I'll tell you, my daddy... Of course, he worked in the trucking industry. Right. Was not a union man. Right. Not at all. Unions served their purpose early on. They did. Because there was a lot of abuse. But, you know, here here you go. Yeah, but then there was a lot of abuse within the union. Right. Well, the union dues. Because power does that. You, you send your union dues. It funnels through their hands right to the politicians. Mm-hmm. Because why do you need to have pay while you're on strike? Don't your union dues help cover that? Well, no, they go right to the politicians. Right. That's exactly and where they And then they, they keep a little for themselves, you know, probably more than a little. something, a little. something. Yeah. Right. So anyway. So i uh, got another squatter story. Lest I have you know, we had a holes lot of... in my tire by the end of the show. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. <laughs> we have another squatter story. Okay. We've had a, quite a few there for yeah. a while. Uh, first time homeowners in Texas are in a massive fight to evict a squatter who they believe to be a convicted fraudster Hmm. who was thrown behind bars in Colorado for ripping off other landlords in 2018. Wow. I called the police. I called the DA. I called the chief of police, the assistant chief of police, the Justice Department, the courts. If I could get a number, I called it. Right. Homeowner Jessica Davis told Fox News Digital. Hmm. She's been trying to evict a woman from her Dallas area home. Right. Davis and her husband closed on their first home in December, 
Davis explained to Fox, and described an idyllic four-bedroom house complete with a pool and roulette, which is located about 20 miles outside of Dallas. So it came complete with a resident, too? Well, uh, Davis, however, had to move to Florida about six months ago for her job and didn't want to sell the home so soon after purchasing it. Right. She and her husband worked to lease out the property with Davis explaining we wanted to hang on to the house for at least two years. Sure. So I put an ad on Apartments.com and Zillow when Heather Schwab messaged me. I felt confident with Zillow because they have to use the Social Security number when running background checks. Sure. Said that she was hopeful that the renter's initial Zillow message about the property came in under the name Heather Schwab. But the woman told Davis she was using her friend's Zillow account and claimed that her actual name was Ray's Rabal. Davis said everything appeared to be above board with the woman who told Davis she was moving from Colorado with her 17-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Davis said the woman and her son were staying at a hotel, asked if they could move in a few days early because a half-naked woman's body was found in a car near the hotel and they wanted to leave the area. Wow. Davis, who's also a mom, said she felt for the woman, and that's what they do. Yeah. They play on your emotions. Yeah, yeah. Compassion. And agreed to let her move in early as her housing payments were in the middle of processing. Sure, they were. And then the payments started failing left and right. Uh-huh. She's received no money from the woman. She and her husband were unable to get into the home, citing how the garage door was dismantled wow. and other entries locked. Davis began investigating this woman's name on various background checks, could only find the name being associated with a 72-year-old man. Oh, gee. She investigated the phone numbers and stumbled upon how the woman named herself Heather Schraub was related to this Ray's Rubble. The homeowner claimed that uh, Rubble was Schraub's father. Okay. So she's been trying to get this woman out forever. See, I'm... Hmm. And she's been doing the job for the um, local police. Right. Found out she was sentenced to six years in prison for pulling a scam on two landlords in Adams County. Was released in 2020 after serving only 16 months. She and her husband used aliases during the previous squatting incidents. She's a serial squatter. Right. Oh, my word. I'm not even going to say what I'd do. Well, I mean, but there's, there's that creative guy, ways. There's that guy yeah, the that guy goes that around. We did the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she and her husband had pulled similar squatting tricks in North Texas. They were evicted 20 times Jeez. in the Lone Star State before moving to Colorado. Yeah, see, they should be doing real time. Well, and here's the thing. If, if they know this is the person. Right. And they've got a record of this stuff. Right. They, why can't they get them out of they there? They have disrupted 20 landlords lives Mm -hmm. and and let me tell you some landlords they've got one property you know in in addition to their house and they're trying to you know finagle that a little bit so they have something for retirement and then you turn their life upside down i you know she's received no money there's got to be laws and she could lose the house right to foreclosure sure because she was counting on that rent absolutely i mm. She said she only learned last week that she and her husband could have kicked the woman out without issue because she allegedly used her dad's name on the lease and not her own. Right. Yeah. False Um, Right. And um, husband tried to confront the woman by gaining access to the home. He recorded portions of the scene 
which have been shared online. Yeah. It shows the house scattered with cleaning products, home improvement tools, and a ladder. Wow. The video shows her husband walking around the home asking if anyone was there before the camera panned near a closet and showed a woman peeping out. Wow. She said, you scared the out of me. The husband confronted the woman's teenage son, yeah. who I'd have me was a also nice cussing big at dog. her. I'd have, this is where I want a Rottweiler, yeah. Rottweiler that knows right. how to take care of business. Oh, my gosh. She said, other homeowners who are looking to rent their properties should operate the same as apartment buildings yeah. in order to protect yourself against fraud. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. Get a copy of the social security number. Get a copy of their driver's license. Get information on their car. Follow all those tedious steps that apartment complexes do. Mm -hmm. They do it for a reason. Exactly. Yep. I mean, you can't. My sister had a a situation similar to this. Right. With not, not with squatters, but with just a problem tenant. Right. Who, you know, didn't take care of the property, couldn't get in to check the property. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and it's a mess. I had a friend that had an Airbnb that these people, they were local too. They rented this place and they did some nefarious things. Mm. And, and then ironically, the owner of the Airbnb got a bad report from the (laughs) transgressor. Right. And then they had to fight that. It's yeah, like, it's a, sometimes you wonder if it's even worth it. Ma- management companies earn their money. I'll tell you what, if you hire a management If they're a company, good one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Give me five minutes with that Rottweiler. I'll have you out of that house. Five and Dine <laughs> is brought to you by FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Tomorrow is Throwback Thursday. Yeah. And some of the big specials are that the fresh ground sausage, $1.99 a pound, hot or mild. Yeah. Need to go stock up on that. Good stuff. Uh, they also have whole ribeye, $6.99 a pound, sliced for free. And fresh green cabbage, $0.49 cents a pound. All good stuff. Yeah. Today's recipe is one that you're going to want to try. All right. It's uh, it's fall, and oh, so you start wanting to make some you know yeah. special treats. My pen out. This is a three-ingredient, no-bake, peanut butter, oatmeal <laughs> cookie cup. <laughs> it's gluten-free. Okay. Um, and and it, it's because a lot of people can't. A lot of people are trying to avoid gluten right. and the inflammation and all that stuff. Sure. So this is this is what you do. Um, you it's only three ingredients. So you're going to need um, some creamy peanut butter. Mm. You're going to need some gluten-free rolled oats and some maple syrup. I mean, that's all you're going to need. And you're going to take the um, the peanut butter, mix in the oatmeal with it and a little bit of that uh, maple syrup and I do recommend using the maple syrup it does make it super delicious and then you're going to mix it all together really well and just put it down into either a candy mold or even a a small muffin mold and then you just press it down in there you can refrigerate it for a few minutes pop them out and then you just like store them and they're delicious it's so easy and so good it's a great meal a great little uh, treat to make with your kids as well put in their lunch boxes and you can kind of feel good Mm -hmm. about them eating it the best thing is the the balance is so good you've got a lot of protein you've got your fiber from your oats right and just a little bit of sweetness from the maple okay super delicious go check it out facebook 
Type in Janice Five and Dying. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by Evanel Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on family pack of ground beef, $3.48 a pound, bottom round roast, or $4.98 a pound. Family pack cube steak or beef stew is $5.98 a pound. And you can save on Smithfield bacon, regular or thick slice, $3.98 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. She walks these hills in a long black veil. She visits my brain when the night winds wail. Dave Matthews and Long Black Veil. Mm. That's uh, one of the songs that we'll be doing at uh, Live from Rose Ridge. Oh, wow. For these haunted hills. Dipping into Dave a little. All well, right. I mean, it was originally done by Johnny Cash and oh, okay. Lefty Frizzell and people like that. Well, but I don't, he did a very cool version did not know that. of it, though. I learned so much on this show. <laughs> um, yeah, Long Black Veil's a, a great song, been around forever. And uh, we're doing a lot of ghost stories. Right. We're doing a lot of songs like that. We had... A vocal rehearsal last night. Oh, okay. Holy cow. Yeah. And these people sing. Uh, Patrick McCorkle is joining us. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of uh, stage theater stuff. Did Smoke on the Mountain. Okay. Uh, he's going to be singing that song and uh, a couple of others. Uh, Andrea Plunkett, who a lot of people know in this area, mm-hmm. a fantastic singer. Okay. Uh, she's going to be joining you. We're singing a backup for him on that, but she's going to be doing her own version of I Put a Spell on You. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's going to kill that. So if you don't have your tickets, I would love to see you there. It's October 14th, and it starts at 6 o'clock, and you can get your tickets at uh, secondstageamherst.org. You can uh, find that, or you can go to the Live from Rose Ridge uh, group and join that on Facebook. You can get them that way. So, how well. do you do second stage? Is it the two N D, or you spell out the word second? S- spell out second. Okay. Yeah. Second stage. Spell it all out. Amherst.org. Okay. And uh, you can get your tickets. We're also doing a poor boy supper beforehand. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, like, I remember yeah. you talked about like that. Five bucks, and uh, Sandy's Board Life is doing the catering for that. Mm-hmm. You can get Appalachian stew, or you can get uh, pinto beans, or okay. potato soup, and uh, your cornbread, so is this the, everything. the food that you ate when you said, are we poor, Mom? Right. If yeah, you, exactly. If you heard the show earlier. Exactly. Yeah. Janet came home one day and said, are we poor? Are we poor? Because they <laughs> said, that, you know, if you eat this, you're poor. That's good eating right there. Yeah. And five bucks. Where are you going to go eat for oh, five bucks? No, nowhere that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, it's limited tickets. Not, there's not a ton of them, but but mm. it's certainly worth doing. And the same time you get your ticket for the show, you can get your ticket. Oh, you buy the meal um, ticket. Yeah, okay. For the, uh, the, the poor boy's supper. That's what we call okay. it. And uh, have some fun with that. I'm so. still dreaming of a 
three ingredient cookie right now. Creamy peanut butter, it, rolled the, oats. I should maple call syrup. that the Mark Lamb cookie. I know. It's got all the all the right ingredients. All the makings. Just, it is one you can eat without feeling too bad about can it. Can you substitute uh honey for maple syrup? I'm just Absolutely. Asking. Okay. So that would work too. Yeah. Okay. I, what I what I don't just I mean, you can even substitute aguave. Oh, okay. If you yeah. if you wanted to, you know, really you not have that sugar part in right. there. Um, but I usually use honey or maple syrup okay. for sweetener whenever I can. Yeah. Uh, depends on what you have. I don't think we have any maple syrup in the house. I know we have honey, though. Yeah. Because of our bee guy. Honey is, no, honey's good. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the um, the consistency, you know, would, would be really nice yeah. with that, I would think. So, so I, I, I dipped in yesterday a little bit. Uh, you did? The cornmeal. The corn, you know, the... The, the, what is it? The Jif, the the little blue box of the corn. Oh, muffins. the Jiffy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I took Jiffy peanut butter, and so what are you whipping doing with cream? It? I use some whipping cream for my liquid. I just put it in there. So I take peanut butter, the corn, the corn, cornbread mix, cornbread mix, and a little bit of whipping cream, and I blend it all together. Like dairy whipping cream. Yeah, yeah, dairy Not whipping cool cream because whip. I didn't have you know any kind of milk or anything. Okay. So I just did that. Just mixed it in there and nuke it. For about I that don't know, is so weird. Forty seconds. What does it taste like? Oh, it, it comes out like a, like a cake of sorts. It's got a peanut butter flavor to it. Huh. You know, put a little butter on it. That is so odd. But the problem is, of course, you know, I just came back. Because you know, there's no Jiffy uh, cornbread mix in my house. <laughs> right. Well, but I uh, just came back from a cruise, and mm. you know, I, I behave myself for the most part. I overindulged one day at lunch. And then I paid for it the rest of the day into the evening. Uh, but what was the best thing you had on the on cruise? the ship? Um, what was your best meal? Because we did the Kara. What was your best meal? We did the dinner. We we like going to the di- the uh, dinner room. You know, it's a lot. More oh, we always classy. go to the dining room. We only, we yeah. only went to the windjammer once because it's like a feeding trough. If we if we go there, we go like for breakfast. Right. If we're gonna yeah, go yeah. there. So I'm trying to remember. I usually um, try to save. For, right. for dinner. The pork chop was pretty good. Uh, the pork chop, the one night. Okay, I did enjoy the lasagna, but it was a cheeseless huh? lasagna. A cheeseless lasagna? tons of ground beef in it with layers and a little bit of tomato sauce. Not even a whole lot of that. So, <clears throat> so you weren't me. eating like steaks and things no, like that? No, I could have had steak the one night, but I opted out. Yeah. So. I, I try to have whatever seafood they have right. for the evening. Yeah, I did. We did have the, we did have coconut pop or whatever you call it, shrimp. But it, it, I didn't even see any coconut on it, quite frankly. What but, about uh, dessert? Did you have a good dessert? I said, okay, key lime pie was really good. Okay. Uh, the carrot cake was eh, so so. Okay. It wasn't the best. Uh, and I don't remember the. The other only night. time I had dessert, I didn't have dessert at all on our last cruise, except for creme brulee night. Okay. And I can't resist creme brulee. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to have that. My cousin had creme brulee. I will say, this past weekend, mm-hmm. I had what I think is the best key lime pie ever. Yeah. And that's at Cootie Brown's in Bristol. Yeah. And they have, it's a double layer right. of key lime. The bottom is more your traditional key lime. Yeah. And then the top is like a key lime curd. Oh. And it's in uh, graham cracker crust. That thing is... It, hands down the best key lime pie huh. I've ever had and they've started shipping it around the world now people oh, love it really? so much nice that you can purchase one and they'll mail it to you wow I know it's crazy 
and it was really good. They also had a a pumpkin cheesecake, which the rest of the crew enjoyed, but I just thought it was meh. I wonder if security comes along with that, you know, because porch pirates and all that. Well, you know, if if I was ever going to porch pirate anything, it might be the key lime pie from Pity Brown. Key lime's coming to. Rose's house. I'm going to keep an eye out for the exactly. UPS driver. It's 8 o'clock and I'm out of coffee again. How is I, this happening? I don't know. I got you a bottle of water. I'm co- I don't want water. You... I want my coffee. And, and oh, man. It's cold out there running around. Anyway. I don't know. Something is off. I, I've done this two days in a row now. Yeah. Well, you need a bigger cup. Evidently. 8 o'clock.